it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks once again for joining us. This week we focus on Blind Citizens Australia's 2022-25 strategic plan. BCA members will have received an email recently regarding the plan. It's just been developed by the board and by the staff. And uh, we speak now with Fiona Woods, President of Blind Citizens Australia, and CEO Sally Orish. Fiona, as President, we'll start with you. What's the importance of strategic planning for an organisation such as Blind Citizens Australia? I think strategic planning really helps us to set our direction, to clarify our focus, uh, to to review what we've done and to just check that where we're going is, is where we want to go. And it sets the plan for the board. So the board works to ensure that that's what we're delivering. And then um, the board guides the, the operational character of the organisation. And really the work of the organisation is based on the plan. So when we report, we look at the, the areas of the plan we report on and the operations will be derived from the goals and strategies within the plan. And that's why it's really important when you're planning to plan not only the things that you want to be able to do, but to include the things you already do so that you can make sure that you continue to do the good things and add add any other ones you want to add. What we wanted to do was to really clarify what it is that BCA stands for, why we exist, what we do to make sure that the reason we exist can, can come into existence, and um, the values that we use when we're working the fundamental principles that we believe in, and then the goals we have for the next three years. Let's uh, talk a little bit about the process. Strategic planning for uh, pretty much anyone who's been through it is an agonising process and an incredibly painstaking process. Did you do this internally or did you um, work with an outside consultant and, uh, and a special interest group for this? We had an outside consultant, Kate Larson, who helped us with our, or worked with us on our executive leadership program last year. She um, worked led the program with Emma Benison and Sally and I were both beneficiaries of that. So uh, we, as part of that program, we actually went through a very brief version of what strategic planning can involve. And we felt that Kate would be very, um, a very useful person or helpful person to have to come into this process. I found it quite a, a creative and positive process. Um, what we did was we had Kate lead the staff first through, through an exercise and the board did a fairly similar exercise, although a bit longer. And we looked at what we what we really love about BCA, what we why we do why we work for it, um, some of the priorities that we have and the context in which we work. We looked at what a world would be like if we didn't have BCA. Um, we all also talked about what what would happen if we completely fulfilled all our vision. Um, and so, at the end of all of that, we were able to distill down to what it is that BCA does and why it exists. And uh, Sally and I then wrote the strategic plan with some input from Kate and various many drafts along the way with input from board and staff. Um, And although that part was a little bit um, time-consuming, I think the whole process for me was quite validating Mm, it's interesting and certainly in uh, compiling a strategic plan and then of course uh, you will have been uh, developing the operational plan that 
that uh, hinges from that is a really good way to get to know the organization and as you say its strengths and weaknesses and other things so it's a really important process isn't it for a board to go through particularly where there's a fair number of new people on the board and people who haven't done the process before because as I say it really does uh, give people a window into the organization and its governance and you know exactly what it is that the organization does and stands for. Yeah we thought about just looking at the existing plan and sort of seeing which bits we could change and fiddle around with a few words but we thought actually BCA has grown so much in recent years and we've already been through so many different changes during that plan with COVID and with the Disability Royal Commission and a few other things that really we thought it was worth putting all the cards out there and starting again and seeing how many of the things came back and obviously some a lot of the things have come back because we have been doing the same things for many ways for you know over 40 years so some of those things we'll always be doing but there's also different things and different ways of doing the things tell me about the vision statement that really is the center point i guess or the the, the big um, broad outcome statement from any strategic plan how did you come by that and what do you think are the important aspects that people need to think about when they're looking at the plan and thinking about the future of BCA? BCA believes in a future in which our trusted leadership and positive influence achieve equity for people who are blind or vision impaired, where we can live our lives in any way we choose, in a place that respects, recognises and responds to our uniqueness and our diversity. Perhaps we can take a bit of a look at how, um, how we get there. But before we do that, let's have a bit of a look at the purpose statement here. It says, BCA informs, connects and empowers people who are blind or vision impaired and the wider community. We represent and advocate for our interests, provide high quality support, services, projects and events and increase access, awareness and expectations within the broader community. And it goes on to talk about sustainability, credibility and being led by a strong and diverse community. Can you outline why it's so important to have a strong and diverse leadership? People who are blind or vision impaired have very long been denied a voice in society. And the people who lead our organisation speak on behalf of not just our members, not just people who have a voice, but all people who are blind or vision impaired in Australia. And so it's important that we are strong in our leadership so that we know what we stand for, but it's also really important that we're diverse and that we represent as many people as possible. And if we ourselves um, don't have the full range of diversity, because I don't think any organisation could have leaders that represented all the broad range of, of um, interests that they need to, we need to have ways of connecting with people who, who uh, represent that diversity. Sally, let's move on to talk about the values of the organisation because that's really important. And I guess uh, in many respects, from your point of view as a CEO, it's your responsibility to advocate for and to operationalise these values. Transparency is the first value. Is, is that because you see that as being the most important value for the organisation? So to come up with the values, we actually worked with the staff members and our board and we got everyone to rank and explain why they thought each of the values that we had on a list of about 25 were important. And the one that was the most voted for was transparency. And so that's why it sits at the top of the list. And what do you mean by transparency? Transparency incorporates a number of things. It's not only that BCA needs to be transparent in the way that it works, um, but that we need to be transparent with a 
with the work that we're doing for our members to the board uh, to our funding bodies and to partner organizations and everyone else we work, we work with to that in, to ensure that everything we do is open and honest and very clear and of course you can't have openness honesty and clarity without empathy and kindness can you explain what you mean by that and how you demonstrate that on a daily basis so empathy and kindness was our second most voted for value. So it was a very um, popular one amongst staff and board. And we display empathy and kindness in the way that we approach all situations. So as staff, we know that we often deal with people who are experiencing great challenges and they call us at a time of distress, especially when they're looking for support with an advocacy case um, or calling us about issues that they're having with the NDIS or My Aged Care or some other service. And so we do our best to demonstrate empathy and understanding in all of those situations, plus every other encounter that we have with people, uh, to make sure that we are always responding to their needs uh, and allowing for people to express their diverse views and needs um, in a way that means that we can help them. And Fiona mentioned before, Sally, about the diversity in leadership and how uh, having a wide breadth of experiences makes an organisation uh, better, particularly in terms of leadership. But this is one of the core values of the organisation, and I think that's really important. Can you explain um, the, the value of diversity? So we strive to have diversity in everything that we do. We want our board, our staff team and our membership to be diverse. We want to make sure that every event or service or program that we offer, every project is inclusive of the diverse range of needs that people experience. So that means that we respond to people's different access needs, um, to different needs and expectations that come from diverse and cultural, different cultural backgrounds. Uh, and every other kind of cohort of, of people that we have the opportunity to engage with. And uh, as you say, that cohort not only includes members, but the wider community, volunteers, board members and staff. And all of that comes with continuous learning, ingenuity and innovation. Explain that one. Yeah. As people who are blind or vision impaired, we encounter a number of different situations every day. And as an organisation who is often called on to be the voice of people who are blind or vision impaired, we want to make sure that when we're seeking to address those issues or draw attention to them, that we do it in a way that is innovative, that is um, creative, and that draws attentions to it in a way that is helpful, uh, in a way that respects our our rights and our, our human rights and make sure that we portray people who are blind or vision impaired as strong, valuable and contributing members of the society. Fiona, you're launching this plan now in the lead up to the commencement of the 2022-23 financial year. How can people find out more information and are you accepting feedback on the plan or is this the, uh, this is the final plan that, uh, that will be the working document for the next three years? Well, Vaughan, we always accept feedback and we're always really interested to know what people think about it. And I think in this case, I'd be particularly interested to know that people actually read it and, and reflect on our strategic plan. And I think although we have, you know, we have we obviously at some point have to settle on a plan that we're going to work towards, there's absolutely nothing that says that we wouldn't change things if, if that's what our members wanted. So um, people can access it. It'll be on the website. Um, they could call the phone number and request a copy in their preferred format. 
Well, Fiona and Sally, thanks very much for coming on the program. And uh, this is a really solid and achievable strategic plan. And it's, uh, it's a great next step for Blind Citizens Australia. Congratulations to both of you and the board and the staff team on the work that you've done uh, on uh, developing this plan. Thanks, Vaughan. Unfortunately, we don't have time to go through all the goals in the plan at the moment, but if you'd like to find out more information, have a look at the BCA website. It's available there. If you receive the email, there's a link in that email where you can check out the strategic plan. And once again, if you'd like a copy in your preferred format, contact Blind Citizens Australia and they'll be happy to help you out. If you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, you can call them on 1-800-033-660. That's 1-800-033-660. You can, of course, email bca at bca.org.au. bca at bca.org.au. Blind Citizens Australia relies on donations from the community. If you received recently a letter for the end of financial year appeal, please consider giving to the organisation. If you didn't, you can always donate to Blind Citizens Australia. There's a number of ways in which you can do that and you can find more information on the website or you can contact BCA and ask about the BCA Backers Programme. If you're interested and you uh, wish to donate through the BCA Backers Programme, you can actually assign a portion of your donation to the branch of your choice. So if you're a member of one of the state branches or one of the special interest branches, such as the Women's Branch or uh, any others, you can have part of your donation headed towards that branch. Just uh, ask BCA staff and they'll be happy to help you. You can, of course, find all sorts of other information on the website. If you're interested in the work of BCA or interested in other things happening across the blind and vision impaired community, check out the BCA website. It's a great resource. In the meantime, I'm Vaughan Bennis and I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream Of our dream